You're listening to Mature Allure. Here, we chat about self-care, relationships, careers, and all the things living a mature life includes. I'm your host, Sherry O. Welcome. Get out the way. Who got a watch? Who got the time? I'm raising the clock. Even in my feelings, grind don't stop. Got big Hi, Monique Pinkney. How are you? Hi, Sherry. I'm wonderful. How Welcome are you? To, I'm good. Thank you. <laughs> Welcome to Mature Allure. Um, this is great. I'm so happy that you're here, that you are here. Um, when I heard about you and saw you on Instagram, I was like, oh, grown mama. I like that. Uh-huh. Um, so tell me, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I am a wife, a boy mama, and founder of Grown Mama. Um, my mama is just a space where I share my experiences as a mom over 40. Uh, and, um, yeah, with hopes to, you know, inspire or encourage others that may be on the same journey or wanting to be on the same journey. So, I mean, being a mom, you know, you can relate to other moms in a lot of ways, but being an older mom, it could be a little different. Yeah, and that's what we're going to talk about, being an older mom. Mm-hmm. Um, so, before we get into that, tell us about your mom, a wife, a mother. Tell us about your career prior to motherhood. Okay, so um, after college, I worked for a local television station. um, And there I I worked in the programming department. So I scheduled commercials, basically, is what I did. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And then from I worked there for about five years. And then I moved to a larger network and did pretty much the same thing for about three years. And... um, I decided that instead of scheduling commercials, I wanted to be in commercials. So I pursued my career as a commercial actress and print model in New York City. And I did that full time for like 10 years until I got married and had my children. Oh, that's great. That's great. Um, So tell us about GrownMama.com in a little little bit more detail. Um, So... I started Grown Mama um, out of my desire to want to connect with other women that were going down the same path. Um, You know, most of the moms I was coming across on social media were younger moms, millennial moms, and not that we can't relate, but I was finding myself experiencing, having other experiences outside of those um, experiences that the younger moms were having. So I thought it'd be great to try to connect with other older moms to kind of be like, look, you're, you're experiencing, like, there's somebody else that's going through the same things that you're going through. And it's not impossible, but hey, you know, let's connect, share stories and find ways to kind of like um, uh, get through motherhood, I guess, uh, with, with some ease. So do you mind telling us how old you are? I'm 49. Okay. I'll be 50 in January. All right. And how old are your children? My uh, oldest is five and a half, and uh, that's Ryan. And Mason just turned two on June 17th. That's great. See, that's the thing. I mean, so you were then about 46 when you had your youngest one? I was 44 when I had uh, Ryan and 47 when I had uh, Mason. Yeah, see, and that's the thing. A lot of people, I think it's more popular now than we know. I mean, it's always been happening. Yeah. Because I think back in the day, people were calling them menopause babies. Those Mm -hmm. were menopause babies, like something happened. But this is intentional 
I had my career, I want to move into motherhood. Um, just explain your thought process on as you were going, as you were starting to think about motherhood at your at that age. Well, for me, um, <clears throat> I think it's just it was just timing. You know, like I was never that girl that dreamed of getting married and having children. I felt like you know if it was going to happen, it was going to happen. Like you know, I partied, I traveled, I did I did it all when I was young. So I it really wasn't at the top of you know top of my head to be like well let me be let me think about motherhood and marriage and that type of thing and so it wasn't until i found my person that i realized that you know i wanted to have a family um he's the only child i have two siblings and just that dynamic of um um, having a family having siblings um you know something that i wanted to also have so what have you seen as some of the differences as as you as you're a, being a mother over 40 versus someone who's younger so what i didn't really take into consideration uh was just you know the normal wear and tear of getting older like i'm starting to see and feel you know the age you know i mean i feel like i look great for my age but I mean, I'm looking in the mirror and I'm like, yeah, I can, I can see the progression, you know, Mm -hmm. that can be Mm -hmm. a little scary, but you know, I'm doing what I need to do to try to, you know, stay in shape. But so I'm aging and then, uh, our parents are aging and what that looks like for some is their, um, parents moving in with them or, um, us becoming the primary caregivers for them. So we're trying to take care of us, of ourselves, we're taking care of our children, and we're taking care of our parents. So it's yeah. a lot, you know, it's a lot of layers there that can be, you know, can make things um, harder. Yeah, and I mean, have you, uh, with GrowMama.com, do you have a community there that you actually work with or, uh, let's see, kind of get together? and talk about the experiences that you're going through? So that's what I'm working on now. You know, like motherhood, like, you know, my mama kind of fell by the wayside because I was busy, you know? (laughs) But that is my, right, that is my goal to, you know, cultivate experiences, have brunches or meetups or whatever so that we can, I can connect with, you know, people, people on a larger scale. So yeah, that is, that is my intent. To, to really connect. So what advice would you give women who are looking at that biological clock and they're like, oh, I got to do this real quick or, or considering, or maybe even say, well, maybe it's too late for me. So I would say if you're under 40, I mean, well, I'll just say in general, like you need to be uh, seeing a reproductive doctor, just making sure everything is in working order. You know, um, for us, we did go through IVF, mm-hmm. and but it was a very easy process for us, and it's not always easy for everyone. And it being my age, I mean, my doctors were like shocked. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I, I, I mean, they know that there are women having children older, but they still are like shocked. You know what I'm saying? That it yeah. that it happened, and it happened so easily for me. 
So I definitely would say, you know, you do have to have some type of planning and process. You know, I, we, I didn't really plan. It was just my circumstances of finding, I had polyps on my uterus. So mm. I had to get those removed. I, I didn't have any indicators that I had that, you know, it was just me getting tested and finding out. So that could hinder the process of, of me getting pregnant. So we felt that IVF would be a great um, way to try to conceive um, uh, sooner than later because the polyps would come back and then yeah. I had the whole process or whatever. So definitely <clears throat> like getting it in your head to kind of plan out the journey and getting checked out um, and that thing, um, which is helpful. I mean, because you don't want to be, you could be trying, <clears throat> you could be trying for years and not knowing what's, what's going on. Yeah, exactly. You, you know? Mm -hmm, yeah. Mm -hmm. the, well, did I ask you a question? Yeah, <laughs> no, no, I went off on the tangent. <laughs> no, you really did. You really did. Because it was basically advice that you would give women who are considering motherhood for the first time. Yeah. In, in their 40s. Yeah. Um, what is the experience like? I How do I want to say this? Being an, an older mom with such young children, what is that experience like? And I'm asking you because I have a neighbor whose daughter is six and she's 51 this year. Mm -hmm. So she had her daughter at 45, but this was her third child. Okay. And it was kind of a surprise, surprise. Yeah. yeah. And she's doing her thing, but she's like, girl, I am worn out. So what is, what is, your, <laughs> what is your experience being an older mom closer to 50 with such young children? It is a lot, Sherry. It is a lot. And I mean, I think younger moms will tell you it's a lot, but it's a lot because for us, that bounce back is not the same. Yeah. You know, we can't bounce back or recuperate. Mm -hmm. Like, I can't hang out and have cocktails the night before and then think I'm going to sleep in. My child is like, uh, Mommy, at 6 o'clock in the morning, I, I'm going to need you to get up and fix this breakfast. You know, mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. it is hard. My kids are very energetic, which is natural. My youngest one, that one, I'm like, he's trying to kill me. I was like, he's trying to kill me. <laughs> but, you know, I feel like, you know, I, even through all of the challenges that I may face with trying to keep up with them, I'm so thankful because really it keeps me on my toes. Like, it's going to keep me in shape. Whereas if I didn't have kids, I might not be on top of my health as much as I am now. You know, I might not be wanting to work out. So they keep me on my toes. They keep me active. And um, that's a great thing, especially when you're getting older. You know, I have to build up that stamina again because, you know, I've not used a lot of muscles for, for a while. So um, I'm appreciative for the energy that they have but yeah there are some days i'm just like i don't know if i'm coming or going <laughs> <laughs> what about support system i have a great support system my mom is here now mm, so, good. um so she comes twice a week and uh, we're probably going to be putting my oldest is in school but i mean they're out of school now but um we'll probably be putting the youngest one in school Mm -hmm. or something but my sister I'm, I'm from the DC area all of my family's here my sister my brother my aunt my uncle so I have a really friends I mean I have a great support system if I mm -hmm. need if I want to do something if I need a break or whatever so I think that's also important like we yeah. lived in the New York area for some time and I'm you know glad that we moved back home because 
you know, even though New York is not that far, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I still would have to plan, you know, for someone to come up or for me to come down or whatever. So it's been great. It's been great. That's good. So let's talk about your doctors. Um, how were they? Were they supportive? I know you mentioned earlier that you went through IVF and with the polyps and everything, the doctors were like, let's do this sooner rather than later. Mm -hmm. That's pretty good. But yeah. how were they with your experience? I had a wonderful experience with my doctor. So I, um, the center I went through was RMA in New Jersey. Re highly recommend them. Um, even after I moved back home, they were still my center. So um, I was able to still do my procedures there, uh, like my transfers there. Like mm -hmm. I kept in contact with them. But um, they were they were awesome, and you know they always like you are a rock star, you know because like I said, even though they know that it is possible for older women to have children, it is still shocking to them for some. Like just being my age, like what, like wow, like girl, you really you did it, and with ease. Yeah. Like, I didn't have to go through several. Um, I didn't rounds. have to do several rounds. I did one mm -hmm. round. And um, yeah, so it was um, it was an easy process for us. Thank God, like yeah. Well, can you tell us a little bit about the process itself? Like, if somebody's considering, especially sometimes when you're younger, you think, "Oh, I'm going to do IVF," and you just do it. But as you get older, you overthink things. You're like, "Well, is it something I really want to do? Maybe it's expensive." And you may talk yourself out of it. What advice would you give somebody who's thinking about IVF and what's the process like? Yeah, so, I mean, don't be afraid. You know, if it's, you know, if having children is something that you really desire, then, you know, you do what's necessary to, to get them here. Um, and again, like, it's not guaranteed, but, I mean, it's, it's still of God. It's still a miracle, like, that it happens, the whole process. So, um, I'm sorry. <laughs> click out I'm sorry um so for us like uh, so went to OB first and then she recommended that I go see a reproductive doctor and then that's when we found the polyps and then I had to get those removed because they didn't want any t anything uh blocking the sperm from getting to my uterus so um had that done I mean help it happened um probably over a three-month span because I had to take hormones and stuff and that's just to increase your egg reserve like mm -hmm. um, a lot of women don't know that um, the eggs you have are the same age as you because you're born with all of your eggs oh, so okay. my eggs were <laughs> 43 <laughs> 43 years old you know yeah. I always say my kids are, are 43 because they they are so grown but but um <laughs> But yeah, so I was 43 when they retrieved my eggs. Um, so once they retrieve your eggs, then they do the process of um, um, of putting the um, eggs with the sperm and then seeing how many fertilize. I had 10 eggs, um, nine of them fertilized, and then five of them made it to day five. And day five is like, um, like a good point where the, uh, the um, embryos uh, could yeah. last, you know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So um, did that, and then I had them tested. So I highly recommend um, getting your embryos tested. 
and um, two of them came back what they considered normal and that's my two sons because you know in the testing they can find out if they have too many chromosomes and too mm. many like that um, and I was able to actually see the other um, the other embryos and what type of chromosomes they had I had one girl they were all boys and I had one girl so you could actually see you wow. know why they wouldn't have probably made it and why you know, even not going through that testing, why some babies don't make it, just, you know, going through the process naturally is mm-hmm. because they have some type of birth defect or, or something like that. Yeah. Um, oh. And then for that, then they just kind of try to time your cycle. I went through, like, my regular cycle. Like, they can create an environment to, like, for your cycle to come on. But because I had such good progress, we just went through my natural cycle. Like, just if I was just, you know... Yeah, and of course on a you know, and so, and I got pregnant both times they took, and um, I had I had awesome pregnancies. I didn't have any complications. I mean, really blessed. I mean, I, I can't, yeah. you know, I know that it might not be the way for everyone, but mm-hmm. you know, I've recommended um, uh, several people to my doctor. My friend, she had one baby naturally, but she went through my doctor and she just had another baby through IVF. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's, um, she didn't, it, it was her second round though. She went to two rounds um, because the first baby, she, you know, didn't make it, but I mean, it was an embryo. It didn't, yeah, yeah. but, um, but, um, yeah. So, I mean, it can be stressful, but I really just relied on my faith. Like my faith never wavered. And I was like, you know, God, if this is of your will, then it will be done. So I'm yeah. not stressed about it. Well, it sounded like your doctors were really supportive. Yeah. And I think, too, they're seeing a lot more of older women coming in wanting to be first-time moms. Mm-hmm. Because I know when I was going through it 10, 15 years ago, doctors were talking very scary. Like, oh, yeah. oh you're over 35. And, oh, the embryo. Like oh, oh. <laughs> You know, yeah, oh, that was it. Like, oh, and over 35, it could be this. And I think, too, there was a lot of ignoring because of your age. Well, it's probably just not going to work out right, or it's just not going to because of the age. But I think doctors are evolving, or at least trying to. Yeah. And then I think women are demanding that they do because women are coming in like, this is what I want to do. Yeah. You know. Yeah, and you have to I advocate for yourself. You have to. You have to. Mm-hmm. So, um, let me see. Now that you're a mom, and I know, of course, you would do it all over again, but it, is there anything you would change about the journey? Um, no, I don't think I would. I think that, I honestly think that I was put on this earth to inspire and encourage people and to pour into people and so I feel like I am you know someone that's able to inspire women over 40 that it is possible you know the journey might not be easy or it might not be traditional you know but um, you can still become a mother Mm -hmm. whether you give birth whether somebody carries the baby for you, whether you, you know, go through avid or adoption, like you are still someone's mother. It doesn't like yeah. the the process is, is different, but the end result is the same. Yeah. 
-hmm. Yeah. So if somebody wanted to get in touch with you and just even ask questions or find out more about GrownMama.com, how can they do that? And um, yeah, how can they do that? They can um, sign up for my newsletter on Grown, uh, Grown Mama, or subscribe, I'm sorry, on Grown Mama. Or they can go to my Instagram or TikTok, which is Grown underscore Mama. Um, yeah, or they can email me at Monique at GrownMama.com. Oh, great. <laughs> well, I'm so happy for you. Congratulations. It, 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 it can be a difficult road. For me, I did not, I, I went through a lot. So it just, I, I, I went through a lot with, um, um, what do you call that? Ectopic? I had an oh, ectopic. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Crazy. Um, I lost several babies. So it just was like, at some point I was like, you know what? I can't do this. So I applaud you for just saying, hey, this is what I want to do. And I'm going to keep moving forward. And I agree with you when you say, if this is something you really want to do, don't be scared of it and just make it happen. Yeah. Don't let the, like, you know, the doctors would give me the whole spiel about risk and stuff like that. But I was like, okay, that's not my story. You know, I just would, you know, I would listen, but I, would, I wasn't receiving it. You know, yeah. so I was like, that's not my story. And I think it's good to have, you know, a positive mindset going into it because, you know, mm -hmm. you know, you want it so bad, you want it to work. And sometimes that stress can you know mm -hmm. work. Mm -hmm. I also feel like you know I think there was a question you asked about um, I guess why like like why would you want to become a mom after 40 and I think for some yeah. have to decide to become I think for some it's you know career lack of partner health issues that you don't even know that you have so, you know, it's not always that this is the way we wanted it to be, but just circumstances in life bring yeah. you to this point and you shouldn't feel uh, fearful or judged because you want to become a mom after a certain age. And the fact that they called it geriatric pregnancy, I was like, it's crazy to that me. It's so funny, but that's what I'm saying. Like, and and it's geriatric pregnancy after 35. After 35, you know, and it's like what? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's I, I think I think now people are with technology and like women saying, look, this is what we want to do. You have your career. You've traveled. You've done all those things like you talked about. Um, and I'm ready now to settle down in a good place financially, right. mentally, all of these things. I think the industry is going to have to start evolving. And yeah. it's just pregnancy. Yeah. Forget the geriatric. Right. Like, exactly. Like, come on. <laughs> like, that the, Who that would make someone feel like there's not, like, you know, a positive person or self-motivating yeah. feel like, well, dang, like, maybe it's, I should do this. You know, like, it's very it's, discouraging. It's discouraging and also kind of judgmental. Yeah. That geriatric in general for anything. <laughs> Even if you're geriatric, you don't want to hear that you're geriatric. You know, if, you look up, if you look up the definition of geriatric, you'd be like, that is not me. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> exactly. Who wants that? Right. Who wants that label? So I just, yeah, I, I think it's going to, I, I think it's on the path of changing. 
because so many women are are doing it and um Mm -hmm. yeah it's it's a wonderful thing congratulations thank you and your boys are lucky thank you you. thank you and And thank you so much monique this has been a pleasure it's been a real pleasure talking to you thanks so much for having me and allowing me to share my story with your audience thanks for listening to this episode of mature allure For more information about us, visit matureallure.net and get social with us on Instagram and YouTube at mature.allure, Facebook at formatureallure, and Twitter at mature underscore allure. Till next time, we encourage you to stay positive, embrace who you are at every stage of your life, and always tap into your mature allure.